Hey guys, welcome to 716. This is a porn related video, so don't click off. Bear with me while I do this intro. If you've watched porn in the past or you're currently dealing with porn at the moment, this video is for you. There's no coincidence that you clicked on it. This is coming from a Christian perspective, but I want to let you know that that shouldn't scare you. Even if you're a male or a female, Christian or non-Christian, we all deal with the struggle the exact same way. So I want to let you know that my God loves you and he has a solution for you. If you like this video and you wish to DM somebody privately, you can do so at our Instagram page. God bless. It's uh, when we were talking about before in the church, how it's taboo to talk about in the church. And I feel like you have two extremes, right? Um, you have a, a, a church that does talk about it, but in a very shameful way. You know what yeah. I mean? And then it... it it leaves the youth like, oh, well, I'm not going to tell them because everybody's going to get sent to hell. Yeah, they're like, they're going to crucify me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I feel like we're getting to a point now where parents have to, you know, Christian parents, they have to talk about this. Like yeah. they don't they don't want to talk about this. And then what ends up happening is that these kids, they go to school and they start, like you said, they start learning from their peers. And it's like and then it's and the you learn in the worst way, the worst way possible. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, but uh, yeah. Uh, you know, HBO was great during the the daytime, yeah. but in the nighttime, we yeah. all—if you have HBO or you had HBO in the past, because this has changed significantly—but yeah, the nighttime, the 11 p.m. going forward, that was all like pornography. Yep. And the first thing that I saw was like um, this interview of a woman completely naked. Wow, that was like the first thing that I saw. How old were you at this point? Uh, I was probably like 10 years old. <gasps> oh, my God. I was probably 10 years old. And um, mm-hmm. and I just remember seeing a commercial of it on HBO because I was watching a movie and then, boom, they put a commercial. Like, tune in at 11 p.m. And, and I cursed that day so much because that opened up doors where um, I just, like, fell into that so deeply. Yeah. So, so deeply. Um, you know, first it started with, you know, simple pornography from a desktop. Eventually we got laptops and that's why all of my laptops, uh, were destroyed and damaged because of all the viruses I was getting from all these sites that LimeWire viruses. Yeah. And you know, um, the, the shame part is, is it really takes a toll because it's, you know, Satan doesn't come at you, you know, with, you know, the little, horns and it's not obvious you know i'm coming to get you you know he comes at you with the most beautiful things possible that he can offer you i mean when he even tempted jesus he told him hey listen all of this all these kingdoms you can have as long as you bow down to me and in a sense spiritually when we fall into habitual sin with the addiction we are bowing down to satan yeah yeah and you know, it, it's it's tough because as a as a leader, as someone who people looked up to, even at a, at a younger age, because I was a youth leader for a really long time um, before I moved on to different areas in the church. Um, it is it, it was so hard to motivate others to flee from sexual immorality, well, but when you are participating in it. And unfortunately, um, being Christian and, and, and assisting a church and having a position, yeah. we always want to portray that perfect Christian mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And that is Thank what you. is killing 
what is killing so many so many leaders because there's always something yeah. there's always something that is yeah. not okay with your life mm-hmm. we are not going to have that perfect perfection in this world right. with this body with um all the temptation that's in this world and with a fallen world because this is a fallen world this world is not perfect yeah. and it is not in the state that it will be in the future because Jesus is going to make this world a perfect place for perfect people with their glorified bodies. Yeah. But when you are in this flesh, the Bible says that the flesh is weak. Mm. Our flesh is weak. Yeah. And there's some things that attract us that one day we say, well, that's not attractive. But the next day, oh, it is attractive. Yeah. And this, this, you know, but then the Bible also says, but the spirit is willing to obey God and praise him. And that's why we feel that conviction of like, yes. oh my gosh, like this isn't right. I, I need to find a way out. You Absolutely. Know? So yeah. so Satan comes with the beautiful things. For men, it's women, mm-hmm. right? For women, it's men with six-pack abs and, <laughs> you know, long hair and his name is Fabio. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, that's how that's how Satan brings... His temptation. You know, you I, know? I kind of want to share because um, I wrote down a couple Bible verses and I already have three that I kind of want to share right now. Go ahead. Um, when you were saying that Satan doesn't come like with the horns and, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, um, it's in Proverbs uh, chapter five, three through five. And it says, for the lips of an immoral woman drip honey and her mouth is smoother than oil. But the end, but in the end, she wow. is bitter uh, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a double-edged sword. Her mm. feet go down to death, and her steps lay hold of hell. Mm. Wow! Mm-hmm. You know That's what's deep. crazy? Like we've we've been really diving into the Book of Proverbs, and we spoke on this topic so much. And it's crazy because something that I noticed while reading that was that. It talks about um, how the woman is like a double-edged sword, right? Mm-hmm. And the o- the only other time that I really remembered is like how they refer to the word of God as a double-edged sword, right? But it yes. says it's sharper. Right. It's sharper. Mm-hmm. So that goes to show that like God's word, although this is really this is a really strong temptation. If you come to the Lord, like I I know it's not just gonna be like oh one and done deal. But God's word is sharper than any double-edged sword. sword. And, you know, and he can 100%. I mean, we're all living testimonies, right, of how, like, God has been able to free us from, like, this part um, that's affecting millions of people. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and look, I, you know, you saying that just now, I'm, I'm in the book of Judges, right? And sometimes, like, I was that person that's like, Oh, what am I really going to learn in in the Old Testament? Like the New Testament has that good stuff, you know? But I'm reading the Old Testament and I'm loving it, man. And and right now I'm I'm reading Judges and I just read the part where um, Samson and, is it Delilah? Samson and Delilah and how Delilah seduced him. Mm -hmm. You know, she seduced him and it says that once she shaved his head, it says the presence of the Lord left him, you know? And it's like... I thought about it and I'm like, wow. And and now I didn't really put two and two together until now. Like now that we're talking about this topic, you know, and it's like, you know, don't forget that we belong to God, you yeah. know? And it's like, uh, this verse I also wanted to share here. It says, um, in Psalms one nineteen, uh, nine through 10, um, it says, how can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to the word 
I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I feel like this topic should be talked about in churches because we need to put that type of posi- um, positivity yeah. in people who are struggling with it instead of leaving it like a silent killer. Yeah, you because know it's I mean? hidden. So it, it's like if you're struggling with something and it's like ain't nobody else's, you feel alone. Yeah. But, like, Definitely. little do you know, like, there's, Definitely. I mean, you said one in two men, so every other man is yeah. dealing with this. So imagine if more people spoke up, right, about, like, this issue that they're having, how much more people would actually also receive help. But because everyone yeah. thinks, ev- because everyone's ashamed and they're alone, everyone just stays within that. And it's like, oh, well, this is this is it for me. Well, this is this is a natural thing to do. Yeah. You know, um. You? You did that? Yeah. You're oh, watching that? Like the your, natural your reaction. Yeah. You? Yeah. The Ujier, the, the right? Yeah. The usher of the church? Yeah. The, the pastor's son? You're the pastor's son and you're struggling with this sin? Yeah. Like, hello? We have all fallen short. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, let's, let's be real. When yeah. I think like, of that, on. I think of like okay, uh, when uh, it was like okay, um, whoever did is in sin, like cast the first stone. Like first you know, stone, yeah. that's like the first thing I think of. It's like okay, that might not necessarily be your issue, but I'm sure there we all struggle with something, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And it's like, and it's so sad that sometimes as a church, it's all like you know, we're the ones that's casting the stone that were, that are throwing the stones, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like that was my fear to ever be exposed. Yeah. And little did I know that was going to happen to me. I was going to get exposed in a big way. Wow. So what happens? I continue watching it for year after year after year. It got to the point where it was so strong in my life. I remember working in the mall in the store and there, that one day i was just extremely horny and i would just say just like that i was extremely horny that day yeah and um i'm helping customers i'm helping customers come into the store and buy their clothing and i don't want to say their names so they don't sue me for you know doing this stuff but anyways customers are coming in and i felt so such strong urge to let one out that, you know, I started getting close to the tables of the store while I'm working. Oh, shoot. And, you know, and then I thought to my, I thought to myself, I'm like, wow, this is how far I've gone into this. Yeah. Where I'm like this addicted and I'm, you know, this deep into it. Like, I need help. Yeah. I need help. So instead, so, you know, as Christians, when you feel the shame, you do the prayer, the repentance prayer. Yeah. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry is not repentance. No. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry is just like, you know. That's I, the I'm, salvation check. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Repentance yeah. really yeah, means. Like yeah. Repentance means to do that 180. Yeah. yeah. Turn yeah. away. Because a lot of people define repentance as a change in mind. I changed my mind about it. Yeah. You yeah. can change your mind about a lot of things, but it doesn't mean that you're going to do yeah. something right. different. Right. Yeah. Right. So that was the habitual sin. So it led to a point where I actually started to webcam. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. And that led to something else. So now I am chatting online, exposing myself. Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot. You know, I I haven't really opened it about this, except this one person that does know who I had to call and let him know about it. 
it came to the point in time where this one person, while I'm chatting, says, hey, uh, why don't you, let's, let's take this to Skype so it could be more private so that way we don't next each other. Because we were on, like, one of those sites where you just next like a Russian roulette people. Oh, I see, I see. So, yeah, yeah. No. So, so are you, would you be, would you say you're building a relationship at this point? Or is this? No, no, no relationship. Okay. okay. It's just this, a is, person. this is purely lust. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You're There's like, no all right, next person. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you can't, uh, me knowing the word of God, you can't establish a relationship with someone no, like that. I, I, I didn't mean you it know? like that. I meant it as in, like. You got, you're taking a step further, like committing to seeing this person on a daily. Oh, um, well, yeah, yeah, that okay. did happen. Yeah. That wow. did happen. Wow. That did happen, and it, not just with one person, wow. but multiple people. Okay, and it got to the point where that's where God was going to smack me up. So they said when I went to the Skype, they're like, "Hey, listen, I just want to let you know that I have a video. I recorded everything." And I'm about to send it to absolutely everyone on your Facebook because Skype is personal to you. Me being wow. ignorant, stupid, dumb. Giving your email address. Lustful. Wow. So they found me on Facebook and they started naming my family members. And they're oh, like, this person, man. I got this person, I got that person. What did they want? My mother was on the list. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Like, not my mommy. <laughs> Wait. And, and I got to tell you, um, I crapped my pants. I crapped oh my pants my at that God. point because yeah, I'm like, yeah. wow, what am I going to do? And they were like, you better send me right now $300. At least it wasn't like, I want $30,000. At 19 years old, I don't have $300. $300 is a lot. Yeah, yeah, Okay. <laughs> Didn't have my full career. I was going to college, yeah. right, community yeah. college, trying to make it in life. Yeah, but thank God it wasn't ten. Like that's not at that time that you couldn't even get that as a full paycheck in Shoprite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't even my first paycheck. Yeah. Like. Hey, no offense to those that work in Shoprite, by the way. No, no, I'm, right. saying, I'm saying back when we, you know, yeah, back, back, back in the day, it was like freaking seven dollars an hour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, so you know, I'm just like, my lord, what am I going to do? And here wow. I am. Oh God, please, no, please, no, please, no, please, yeah. no. So what I do, I decide to just block the person right there. And I, as soon as I could, they're like, oh, don't even try. Don't even try to delete your Facebook because we already have the names. We yeah, just send it out. They can just, it doesn't matter if you do that. But I instantly blocked uh, uh, the Skype. I blocked my, I went off of Facebook for like a good six, seven months. Yeah. And I put like a different picture up and everything. So nobody knew who I was. Wow. And I was just thinking every night of how I was going to get exposed. I call. That was my, mental torture. Absolutely. But I did it to myself. Yeah. I did it to myself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and like the Bible says, you know, there's nothing hidden that will not come to light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and, and so as you were saying this, it also reminds me of the Bible verse. I don't remember what, what chapter or what book it is, but it says that once, once you do habitual sin, once you turn into this one particular sin so much, God is, is tur- it, he turns you to that sin. Yeah. The reprobate. Uh, the yeah. One? So he basically gives you in to the sin. Mm-hmm. Oh you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so yeah, it was, it was such a tough, tough struggle. Um, especially when you're trying to portray one thing mm-hmm. in the church. It's a constant battle. Right? And another thing outside of church. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, it, it was such a torture in my head that I remember even one time talking to one girl on, on those sites. And I felt so guilty after everything that I start preaching to her right after. Oh, my after. God. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> that was your spirit coming out. It's not like, all right, this listen. Is where, this is where he's you like, throw listen. in. Que sinvergüenza. Que sinvergüenza. He's like, listen, don't show me your titties. Show me your heart. Oh, my God. Like, you know, I'm just like, I start, I start preaching her. And guess what? She puts on a Hillsong song afterwards and feels guilty about it, too. Wow. Oh, so I mean, she was probably a church girl, too. Oh, wow. wow. That's why I feel like it's so important to be transparent in the churches because I feel like um, I feel like nowadays it's like we see the pastor, or we see this evangelist, or we see all these people. And even Apostle Paul said that he has a thorn on his side. You know what I mean? Like, so we, I feel like we should talk about these things. Like, I was just mentioning to you a couple minutes ago that uh, I, there's this YouTube channel that I watch. I, I forgot the name of it, but it has testimonies. And there was this one girl who grew up in church, and she struggled with same-sex attraction. Oh. Never been molested, never, none of that stuff. But she struggled with same-sex attraction. And and I'm like, wow, like, she's a church girl. I would think that that doesn't happen to church kids. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I mean, that's the biggest misconception that yeah. the world has on people who go to church is that, oh, I don't go because they're perfect or because they're this, but it's like. Or I don't go because I'm not perfect. Because I'm not perfect, mm -hmm. yeah. And it's all like, no one is there. And, you know, and I think... Uh, like, I don't think everyone should just go out there like, hey, yesterday I had this issue and I had, you know, I had to watch porn. Like, I'm not saying that either, mm -hmm. but I think it's so important to share your testimonies, what you've gotten out of and to just keep it real with your people, you know, yeah. like with the with the congregation of like, listen, I am human. I will fail. I will this because all it is, all it's doing is like it's making us look like no one is supposed to struggle with anything. Yeah, right. Know? Right. And. You know, for me, it was, my goodness, my goodness. It was so important to to recognize that I had a problem, you know? Mm -hmm. um, one of the one of the things, for the many things that, that, that happened when I was involved um, with uh, porn addiction uh, was heartbreaking for me. Um, I remember that for some reason... This one time, like, my Skype was synced to my sister's computer. I don't know how. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> my God, you're yeah. like, you make like me cringe. It's, like, it's yeah. like God tries to embarrass you so many times and you still don't get it. I mean, here's how low, and this oh might God. sound a little vain that okay. I'm going to say this, but here's how low I went yeah. with so much addiction. There was that one time where I was looking and searching and searching, and I could not find anybody to produce what I wanted them to do for me wow. yeah on the chat because right? you're looking for a perfect image or a perfect right well not even that but i just i couldn't find anybody like wow no girls were were up for it yeah but then there was one and this one i gotta tell you she was not very attractive and you might look at me like well you know this guy Right. Why is he Step. talking like judging women like that? But mm -hmm. well, not everybody's attracted to everybody. You get me? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's okay yeah. not to be attracted to somebody. So, um, yeah, she was not attractive at all. And I even went down that low just to get, you know, wow. the fix, you wow. know? And for some reason, it was synced to my sister's computer, and my sister was watching everything that was happening, including you. Yeah. But you didn't know that she was watching, and you were watching. She, yeah, she didn't. I, I didn't know she was watching. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, you know, it was very, very sad because she just started to cry, and yeah. I heard her tears. I heard her tears, and she was like, I can't believe he's doing this. I can't believe he's doing this. Mm. She was talking to uh, her boyfriend at the time, which is now her husband. Mm. Oh, wow. And um, the most awkward thing in the world was her boyfriend 
texting me, dude, what are you doing? Wow. In the middle of like. In the middle after, of doing. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Like you I know? then That's got embarrassing. Ca- caught. Yeah. Very embarrassing. Yeah. Um, to the point that that was like a Friday on Sunday. I had to pull him to the side and talk to him at church about everything that I did and open up. And, and I was so ashamed. Yeah. And where I wanted to lead with this whole thing was like, you know, when you open that door, it's not just you pleasing your flesh. It damages relationships. Yeah. And I was in a relationship where unfortunately part of it was damaged because of the lust. It was damaged because I got too handsy. Yeah. And it will lead you to do worse things because I look at pornography like like a gateway drug. They, you know how they say marijuana is like the gateway? Yeah, for like to get cocaine. you to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's basically what pornography is. It's established there for you, obviously, to lust and to sin. But it's not just that's not the, the, the dead end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It leads for you to do things with your boyfriend and girlfriend while you're not married. It leads you for you to lose interest in your wife when you're in marriage. It leads you for you to cheat on the person that you're with. Yeah. And then pornography can lead you to completely destroy your future. Maybe you have three, four, five kids with different women because of pornography. Because you opened that door. It's crazy. And... Your whole financial situation will be completely destroyed later on, because you try feeding six, seven, eight kids yeah. with a check a thousand dollars a week or a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that child support's gonna come in. You know, I I want to share this other Bible verse that I have here. <laughs> um, it, it's in James, first of James and uh, thirteen through fourteen, and it says, "Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God." For God cannot be tempted with evil. He himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Right? There's one more verse. Uh, Then desire, um, then desire when it it has been conceived gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. And the word entice is so important because I just found out that entice is something that fishermen use. The, the word and it's when they put the worm on it's basically baiting yeah so they put oh, the wow. worm on wow. the hook and they throw it into the ocean and it baits the the fish and the fish obviously it gets enticed grabs the hook and yeah. it leads to death the fish dies That's it. so when i when i read this i was like i was like wow god like this this is so true like you know we're getting the christian community right the churches we're being attacked right continuously and now more than ever with the whole, you know, uh, when they mentioned that they were going to start, like, teaching kids about pornography and how it's healthy and how all these things, like, it's really not. It's going to bring corruption. There's a, there's another verse here. I know I'm saying a lot of verses, but um, it says, For the one who shows, the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the spirit will mm. from the spirit reap eternal life. So it's like, 
we really got to be cautious and have accountability buddies and yeah. talk about this. Like this yeah. is so important, especially now they're trying to, they're trying to corrupt the minds of the children with pornography, with, with us, like uh, with the transgender stuff. We got to protect our kids. Yeah. We yeah. got to protect their salvation, our salvation. You know, it's so, so important to seek God. And we were actually talking about it. I'm like, I don't know if I want to live in New Jersey. You know what I mean? When I, I say have this kids. all the time. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <That's us. laughs> but he was telling me like, what you can do is like the verse I read before you, you have to read the word of God. You have to breathe the word of God. Cause that is the only thing that's going to bring conviction before you do something. Like yeah. yep. I remember, um, one time, like I used to like when you were talking about the dopamine, um, I also read up that that addictive trait, that dopamine, it it uh it builds up tolerance. So yes, there's so yes. there's people who, you know, they watch porn once, oh it's fine, but it, that's like heroin. So, you know, you watch it once and then it got to the point where I was watching porn like five times a day. And it wow. was that bad and, and bad to the point where I would get horny in school and I would go to the bathroom and masturbate and watch it in the bathroom wow. in school. Because in, you, in just, needed you just needed that. You just needed it. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, like this is something that I didn't really, I never, I never said out loud before, yeah. but it's so important to talk about this because you know, people go through that. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Something that you just mentioned there um, in a spiritual sense, in a spiritual sense, you become numb. To your sin. Yeah. yeah. And that is the worst thing that could happen to a believer. Now you don't now care. Now, now you you're don't not care. even convicted within yourself. Nope. Exactly. Once you turn off the the consciousness of or or your guilty conscience and you basically close the door on the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the one that really convicts us. Yeah. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit grieves because you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and he lives in your heart. He lives in you. And you can grieve the spirit. To the point that if you continue, you're not really truly a believer anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's he, all like, all right, bye. That's what you want to do. I right. can't do anything anymore. Yeah. You know, this is the part where that free will comes in and it's all like, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. you do you. You know, him him saying that reminds me of like when I met the Lord, I was like on fire for him. But then I went into this very dry season. Yeah. And in that dry season, I, 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 um, you know, I started uh, up again watching porn, not as frequently as I used to, but mm -hmm. I when I, I did. And I remember that I was like contemplating and I'm like, OK, I could easily just go on the website and just close the door in my room and just, you know, like do my thing, you know. But then right when I logged onto the website, I remember one time the song. Um, uh, I saw la, la canción, but uh, it's super sad. So um, that song just kept playing in my mind for some reason. And I remember I played the video and the song is still in my head. Like I felt like I was wearing headphones listening yeah. to it. And I'm like, all right, God, I'm sorry. I, I like midway, I took it off and I remember crying and crying. And I'm like, God. And that was the first, first time I felt that because... Growing up, I never had the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So for me, it was like, yeah, I watch porn, you know? It was never like, oh, I, I watch porn. God, I'm so sorry. Like, this is yeah. so shameful. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, it's crazy, too. There's a part of the song of the lyrics where it goes, uh, Me perdonaste. Yeah. 
And I'm yeah. just like, wow. And oh man, that. And that's just saying, like, you know, for English viewers, that uh, it's just talking about, like, God, you forgave me and you brought me closer to your presence, you know? And yeah. it's crazy, like, when you think about it, like, God's literally reaching out to you. It's all like, listen, come to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, oh. I know you think this is like something too big, but I, I do forgive. I, I do, like, it doesn't matter what you've done. Like, that sacrifice that I did for you will forgive and covers multitudes, you know, of sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but, um, you know, as a, as a worship leader, um, when I, when I was about to do that, every single time I'm about to, the, there was always a song that popped in my head. Mm. What's that? Any worship song. Oh, or yeah. just any worship song. Pop up? And I knew that was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew hundred percent. And I'm just like, all right, shut up, parents, shut up. Yeah, like, I just yeah. want to, like, you know, enjoy what I'm going no, to I, do. I, I, I totally, you know? I, I do totally relate with that. And not not necessarily with, like, you know, I'm about to watch porn in a worship song. But it's just in general, like, whenever something's going on and, like, a song will pop up and I'm just all like, A song wow. or a verse that your mom A verse, like, right. something, oh. you know. And, and at that, that, is, that moment, right? And at that moment that Those you needed it and yeah. you're just all like, yeah. wow, like, mm-hmm. God, you just... All right, I, I see what you're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and yeah, this is how this is why we find it so important to talk about these things because when we're able to be transparent with you guys, we're also sealing in the deal with us, you know? Yeah. We're yeah. further closing in that that ability to be tempted. Yeah. Because we're releasing out to the public that yes, we were tempted. You know, yes, we did struggle. And we want to let you guys know that there is a way out. There's no sin, right? Where mm-hmm. there's a Bible, do you know the Bible verse by heart? No. Yeah. There's, well, yes, yeah. yes. I. There, there's well, a Bible I, verse that there's no sin, right? That 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 there's there's no way out of a sin. I oh, guess. That, yeah, that, that God provides right a God provides a way out when it. Yeah. Comes uh, First Corinthians ten thirteen. That's the one. Uh, basically says no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. Yeah. God is faithful, Same. and He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. Yes. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape. Amen. That you may be able to endure it. (laughs) I love how how you read this, that narrating. (laughs) But that's exactly what we mean, you know? Yeah, like there was uh, something that I watched, and it was saying how, like, first it starts with, like, you know, the the shame uh, and the everything being in hidden and in secret um you know that that's the first part because i feel like for you it didn't really what what made a difference cuz you had tried to stop many times yeah. throughout your life right because we always try to do it on our own because we tell ourselves no i can't tell anybody mm-hmm. this yeah. but mm-hmm. you're only i was only playing myself by not telling anyone that i'm struggling and when you finally did that was when you actually saw Instantly the result. Started seeing results. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. It was like um, I saw this uh, this this video of this guy, and he was saying how like once you once you put light to that shame, that's where the healing can finally begin. Yes, mm-hmm. you yes. know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's you know the first thing, very important to recognize you have a problem. Yeah. If viewer, if you are addicted to sexual Sin, pornography, uh, maybe you're just a churchgoer and you simply want to just stop watching porn because you can't 
bear with that guilt, that shame anymore. Recognize you have the problem first. And I got to tell you, I've known God when I've been the dirtiest. And I've known God when I've been obedient. Mm -hmm. And there's no better feeling in the world than to be obedient. Could I have waited a little longer to get married with my wife? Um, As far as, you know, maybe I would have been a little more financially stable than I am today. 100%. But I decided that I got married at the right time. Because the Bible says, you know, you cannot be alone. A man should not be alone. Yeah. You need a companion. Yeah. Right. And it's natural for your body to feel urges. It's natural for your, it's not a sin for you to feel urges. It's not. No. Just means you're attracted to, to you know, the one you that, love. It's, it's that's, biologic. That's the way you're built. That's yeah. why you exactly. have desire. Mm-hmm. You exactly. Know? But the sin is when you fall into the temptations that Satan offers you. Yeah. yeah. And you have to understand, he does not have power over your life. If you say sin, uh, pornography has such a stronghold in my life and I can't stop. That's a lie from the enemy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lie from the enemy. You can't stop. Yep. Yeah. And believe me, the devil wants you to keep that shame. The devil wants you to feel that way where it's like, oh, no, I can't tell anybody. Let me let me just pray to God. The devil wants you to just try to fix it yourself. Yeah, but we're not meant to do. He knows, he you know? knows that if you try to do it alone, you're not going to succeed. Right. Yeah. You're just going to fall over and over again. Yeah. And you can never do it alone. No, you can't. The Bible says it. We're the Bible meant to says be it. with other people. Right. Mm-hmm. We cannot do it at our own strength, but when we trust in Jesus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's when we're going to receive true freedom. Yeah. Today I'm 100% free yep. yeah. and I from can, that sin. And I can openly say that I am about eight months sober. Yeah. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Glory you to know? God. You know, and Glory it was God. a struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning, you're going to tell yourself, oh, yes, I'm, I'm going to stop now. I feel like I have, you know true repentance i've 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 let everybody know the world is free no that doesn't end there mm-hmm. because yeah. believe me even after watching this podcast just because we've said pornography a bunch of times you might even be tempted as soon as you click off this video yeah. yes yes yeah. because yes. that's just the way the devil works yeah. yeah but you have to be strong if you want to start now go ahead and dm me yeah. you know mm-hmm. go ahead and dm me listen we are we like can, we said i can help you we're we can not, help you. We're not meant to do this by ourselves. And it's like, what better way to talk with people that are already experienced, you know? And it's like, we're not going to judge you. If anything, it's like, because we've gone through this. If anything, like, I want to congratulate them. you for, for making that realizing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And recognizing it is you're already like halfway there. Yeah. Just yeah. by admitting it, uh, confessing it to God, mm-hmm. and asking him to... Forgive all of your sins. Truly forgive your sins. Truly repent from this. Yeah. And guess what? You're going to need to make some changes. Yeah. Because it's not free. Oh, I repent, God. I repent for what I did. That's it. You know, that's that's it. The rest is yours. You know, I repented. No, you need to do something too. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? If you get tempted with Instagram, with all these girls, maybe you're not even following them. But once you click that search, these pictures come up of all these users that are trending. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we said, living in this overly sexualized world, it's mm-hmm. like everything has to, you know. Yeah. And all, it, it all pops up, right? That, that's the enemy working there, too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not even an enemy because the enemy didn't force you to download Instagram. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. He didn't force you to have Facebook. Oh, no, I have to put my pictures out there because I got to make sure I get those 10 likes. No, that's all you. That's all you. <laughs> you know? 10 likes. If, if you're struggling. Double digits. The double digit. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can come back to it at a later time when you have that spiritual strength that you can endure, you know, actually being on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, I've had to do it. Yeah. I, listen, I've deleted my Instagram before. Well, yeah, I've early on when you were like, uh, I, I need to, like, make changes. Yeah. That was one of them. I had to do it because, listen, my, and, and the Explorer page, it tells you, we're showing you that it's related to the people you're following. Yeah, mm. that's the crazier part. Okay, and I'm talking, we would get, I would get pictures of women, like, all exposed or one of wearing dental floss, you know, <laughs> like I said, and, and, and it says suggested based on who you're following, suggested based yeah. on this, but, and, and listen, it's just yeah. gonna feel, the devil's gonna just fill you up with filth. Yeah. yeah. So if, if it's what's ten, uh, if what's tempting you is Instagram, or if Instagram is going to trigger your thought to think somewhere else and lead you through pornography, deactivate it. Give yourself a, a break from that. Mm -hmm. What is that Bible verse? If um, your eye is causing yeah, you to sin, yeah, I was just yes. going to go with cut that. it off. And no, do not amputate your eye out of your <laughs> face. Right? No, it's Don't not do literal. That. Yeah. I mean, no, it's kidding. just take away <laughs> that portion that's making you sin. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. You know, you know, get get those things out of the way. You know, and, and if you need, you know, obviously we all need accountability partners. Yeah. People that are going to help us out. People mm -hmm. that are going to be there for us to, to pray with us and, and give us spiritual encouragement. Um, because it's better, you know, two has a better than one, as they say, it's better to have. And that's what the church is for. Yeah. The church that's is not just for you to go up there, go to the church and sing songs. Hallelujah. Praise the God. Part, and go home. You know? you know, the true church is us. And. Believers, mm -hmm. congregation, you don't have a congregation if you don't have people going to the church. Yeah. Yeah. That's what congregation means when you come together. Yeah. That's right. Right? Yeah. So the true church helps each other out. Mm -hmm. The true yeah. church confesses our sins to each other, as the Bible says. Yeah. 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 And we're there for each other and we pray for each other. And it's easier. It's yeah. easier when you have people surrounding you. Yeah. Yeah. But when you have to mask yourself, and hold everything in so that way they don't judge me. And if I even say something, you're going to get disciplina. If that happens, if you're going to get disciplina for uh, confessing that you have a problem and that you need help, it, well, it depends, right? It depends how severe it is. Yeah. Then maybe you need to run away from that church and go to a church where <laughs> the believers... Yeah are going to actually help you, embrace yeah. you. Yeah. That's right. Like, I think the word of God is there to correct us, you know, and those that we love, when you love someone, you know, you will also tell them when they're wrong. But we also, yeah. you know, we're also shown, you know, through Jesus that there is grace for us as well. And yes. there is a way out. Yeah. So it's all about the balance, you know, because we're not just going to, you know, if someone were to tell me like, hey, I have this porn addiction and this, this and that, I wouldn't be like, OK, great. Continue on. Yeah. No, it's all like, obviously, you'll you'll tell them that obviously this isn't what God wants for us. Right. But yeah. there is a solution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And God's love is bigger. And just remember, like we were just saying, the word of God is sharper than any double edged sword. Yeah. 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 And, and you met, you said that one word, grace, grace. There is grace. And grace means undeserved favor. Undeserved. We don't deserve mm -hmm. to be forgiven. We don't deserve all the blessings that God gives us. He gives it to us because he loves us. Mm -hmm. But there's another aspect to grace too. It's called empowerment. Mm -hmm. That's the other 
definition of grace in the Bible, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. So he gives us that empowerment where wow. we can say no to sin. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. You know, I, I wanted to uh, add a little bit when you were talking about disciplina. Um, I have found myself uh, times where um, before we got married, um, I would still like fall into watching porn. And I remember that um, I would go on the altar and I remember I was trying to minister to the church and God literally told me as I was trying to minister, he was like, you can't fill into others with an empty cup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, God. And I and it showed me a lot. Like, I feel like if you are struggling with um, with porn, with porn addiction, with whatever, with whatever sin, um, I feel like the honorable thing to do for God is to remove yourself and have a, a what is it called? A, a sabbatical? Yeah, sabbatical. Oh, yeah, sabbatical. A sabbatical. Yeah. Um, because that's where God is really going to work with you. You're talking about like a, in a leadership position. Yeah, yeah, because one of the verses that I take um, very, very seriously is in Leviticus when it talks about how the priests went into the tabernacle and before they entered the holies of holies, they wore a little bell on them. Yeah. And wow. and the reason for the bell was, you know, if they were not right with God, they would literally die at the presence the of God. Drop and that. Yeah. They would drop dead. And and I always, before I get on the altar, I'm like, God, I always like to imagine we're still living in those times. Like, okay. grace is amazing, but also take an accountability Fair and so. have respect for God, too. Mm-hmm. Like, God, I don't Seriously. want to, I don't, I don't want to worship you if I'm not right with you. Because imagine, imagine how many worship leaders would get on the, on the altar and, like, literally die in, in the presence of God because they were not right with him. Not that they weren't, um, well, we're not, we're all not worthy of God, but yeah. not that, uh, you know, that God didn't find us valuable. It's just that we were not right with him. You yeah. know, I mean, I think, yeah. I think in that leadership perspective, it's so important because I remember in our last episode, um, you know, we talked about how we unfortunately did try to save ourselves from marriage. Um, but we did have sex before marriage and there was times where like the church would want me to go up and, and just I just, I right. couldn't, I couldn't. I'm just all like, there's no way that I could consciously do something up there to help out others when I myself am not an example. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I, I, I've been offered plenty of times to go up and, and I, I remember one of the leaders came up to me and he was like, Hey, you know, I feel like we could, we could do a teamwork and, you know, we could preach together. And I gave him this excuse of, no, I'm not ready to commit right now. Or I would say, oh, no, I'm just too busy and I can't. And I just don't want to do that right now. But you have but it was really porn. because I had all this porn addiction on me where I had all this yeah. sin on me and I didn't feel right. I had too much respect for God to stand up there and preach in front of a bunch of youth and ask, act like my cup is full when really I need to be sitting there receiving the word that I need mm. to feel mm. And and be repentant of my sins, but no, I, I no, I wasn't gonna stand up there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Unfortunately, I lied as a way because I was still shameful of my sin to cover yourself. But it right. was it was my respect that I have, the fear of God that I have, to not stand in front of people and say, "Hey, God wants to forgive you, and this is how you can change your life, yeah. and come to the altar." And this. no, 
Like I need to be the one listening and receiving that word. Yeah, I but couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't put it in myself to do it. But I can also totally understand. Like I know he was saying a bunch of times, like you know, he was a leader and he was also in this because it's like, what do you do, right? It's yeah. like, do I step down and just lie, or do I come out with the truth? You know, because it's already yeah, so because hard. You're so stuck in that you know? already. Right, yeah. right. It's it's that shame that that builds up. Yeah. But you know, when we read scripture, we see that the greatest men. That we so find I know that that's I'm always so mind blown. Like <laughs> I, mean, I always Paul think of Paul, Paul right away. Yeah. I always think of Paul. I'm just not like, yeah. oh boy, done did the worst things, <laughs> and like I'm we, here like yeah. We just uh we just came back um like two weeks ago from um from a trip that we did to Pennsylvania. We uh we went to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, oh, Sight Sound Theaters. Yes, and we watched uh, David. Um, and when they do the scene where David was watching uh the the girl. Uh, taking a shower. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes. Everything he does yes. to like you know, uh, that was literal porn. There, basically, mm -hmm. like he yeah. was watching her take a shower. Yeah, he's like, wow. And look that how looks the, good. Look how the devil is. You know, he wasn't looking for it. He just so happens to be out there, and that and that's happening. It, it was presented. That was like a literal pop up that you get on a computer. It's like prehistoric. Only pop -up. live in real life. Well, someone had said something along the lines of like, um, you know. The, the sexual immorality, right, was something that humanity has always dealt with. Yeah. It's just every century is different because now we have technology, but back then was other things. You know, they had, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm here thinking, like, Game of Thrones, like, brothel <laughs> houses and stuff. No, yeah, yeah, but I know that. that was, like, a yeah. thing, you know, and I'm just, like, you know, and with David, like, that was, like, a perfect example of, like, well, yeah, obviously he was drawn to it because that was already in his sinful nature mm -hmm. to do so. Yeah. And yeah. saw, and then you know he uh, he obviously took her. He took her. It was another man's wife, by the way. Yeah. He was in the army, and then she got pregnant, and then he was like, "All right, I gotta cover this sin up, but he can't yeah. because it's nine months." So listen, dude, go go. Forget about the army. Go and and do your thing with your wife. And he was so faithful to the king that he was like, "No, I can't. Yeah. I gotta fight for and you." And this dude's like, "Bro, just sleep so, with your wife. Yeah, I just got sleep with Got yeah. him drunk and everything, and he was like, "No, I'm gonna be faithful to my king, and I'm going to fight for you." <laughs> right. So he's like, all right, this guy's too hard-headed. Let's just kill this guy. Yeah. Let's put him in front of the line so he could die and cover up the sin. You know, it, it goes to so much where even pornography can lead you to have sex. You're in part of the church. Your girl's pregnant now. She's not your wife. And then you can even have the temptation of aborting the child just so you can look good in front of the church. The yeah, because yeah. of that shame. It's because you know what it is? It's like sin will cause more sin, will cause more sin and more sin. And right. it's like, when, where where will it stop? You need to, it's like, if you don't cut it, it's just going to keep going. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So there's freedom. There's freedom, that grace. Yeah. yeah. That freedom that you can have by just simply recognizing the problem, find accountability partner, and really start reading the word. Because when you start reading the word, you see new things that you never knew before about God's word where it gives you other verses to apply to your life. Yep. Gives you other verses where you can find strength. Yeah. Because the word of God is strength. Yeah. Oh yeah, you seriously do. And, oh my and God. Just like evil seeds are planted, so are good seeds too, you know? And obviously if you don't water a seed, it'll perish anyway. So the more you water the seed that God has deposited in your heart and you you forget, you let the other one perish, you're going to see a huge, huge change in your life. So don't allow shame to dictate who you are to God. 
Do not let shame dictate who you are to God because God clearly says that you are beautifully and wonderfully made. We are made in his image. Can you imagine like when you have your kid and you have your kid in front of you and they look just like you? It's 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 a pride. You know, I don't have kids, but if my baby come out looking at looking like me, I'm going to be proud about about that, you know? <laughs> but that's how God looks at us. He's he's like, "Wow, you know, I love you. I want to protect you and I know life is going to come at you." But just remember that I'm here for you. That's I'm right. here to fight your battles, yeah. and that's what God wants. So that's I know right. that this battle might be, you feel like there's no way out, but just like we spoke about before, God will always give you a way out of, of, of temptation. And yeah. run with it and run towards God's presence. He's Amen. not going to turn you away. Amen. That's right. Yeah. Let go of that shame. Let go of the shame because that is Satan's mechanism mm-hmm. for, for you to basically stop talking to God. Yeah. Because yeah. when you feel so much shame, you're like, I can't go to God anymore. I can't mm-hmm. go to church anymore. Mm-hmm. That's where he's I'm got so you. so shameful. God is going to smite me with, with you know, thunderbolts. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, you know, that's that's when Satan has his greatest victory. When when you say, I cannot pray anymore. I cannot talk to God anymore. Yeah. yeah. So That's all he's wanted to do from the beginning, right. separate us. Yeah. He's our loving father. God is our loving father. And he wants to forgive us and, and free us. And when you receive that freedom... You can go. <sighs> yeah. That's right. That you know, burdens off your shoulders. Yeah, and and I also want to just add because there are a lot of relationships right now that probably have a a partner that might be going through the situation. Yeah. You know, and and I just want to add, you know, like obviously this this is all a sensitive topic to many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want to let you guys know that if you have a partner that you're suspicious about, maybe that person might be going. May, might have that pornographic addiction or maybe you have the pornographic addiction, find a way, if you have it, find a way to speak to your partner. You know, find a way to, if, if you don't feel comfortable enough to go to a, a youth leader or comfortable enough to go to your partner, find somebody, find help. And if there's absolutely nobody, what helped me, because I couldn't, I had trust issues, what helped me was to find somebody that wasn't connected to anybody. That's why I hired a, a therapist. Mm. You know, because mm-hmm. there is no ties, right? So I right. don't have to worry about this therapist going to Fulano talking mm-hmm. and saying, oh, mira lo que está haciendo. Right, you know, right, I don't have right. to worry about that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So find somebody. Find somebody. And, and and if you feel like your man or your girl is in this pornographic addiction, but you've never asked them, you know, especially if you haven't gotten married to this person, this is a great topic to talk about before uh, going any further with your relationship. Yeah. You know, but be sensitive about it. Don't don't take it personal if they do have an addiction. Just understand, like I said, it's an a dopamine effect. Yeah. But be there to comfort them. Be there if they open up to you and say, Yes, you know, like actually I'm glad you mentioned it because I do have this addiction. Help them out from here on forward. Yeah. Be like, hey, you know, this is the steps that we're gonna take. You know, uh be their accountability partner. But don't judge them for it. Yeah, and, I'm, and you know you don't want to do that to you don't want to do that to people. You don't want to, um, you know, like you're in a relationship and just like, right now, yeah. if there's if there's cheating involved. Yeah. yeah. Now you might say, well, pornography is cheating, right? But it's like that first step. I, you know, it's I think to it's, me it's, there's it's, a difference. It's, it's a controversial topic, right? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. It can be considered cheating. Sure. Right, but I'm I'm you know I'm and when I'm telling you to approach your partner, see if they will be willing to open up to it. You know, this is your, you're accepting this idea that this could possibly uh, 
be a problem, an addiction, yeah. a mm-hmm. mental issue yeah. at this point. Yeah. You know, but if they're, you know, because you're, they find you unattractive or because they just want to, you know, satisfy themselves because there are situations, right, where pornography is just because they want, they can't settle, they can't commit, right? There are those situations. Sure. But I'm, I'm talking about, you know, helping your partner. At this point, this scenario, we're talking about helping your partner get through this addiction because the more common scenario is somebody's addicted and they're looking for a way out, but they're too shameful to say anything. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I'll, I'll definitely say like at the beginning, I, when I did like find out, I took it very personal. Right. Right. Like, am I not good enough for you? Am I not like this? But I also realized that, you know, obviously besides the whole dopamine effect and it, you know, being like something that's a habit, a lot of times pornography is also there to fill in a void for something else, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? So like a lot of times people will watch it when they're stressed. So that became their, yes. their way out. Yes. Or sometimes it's like when you're losing control of things, just cause I, you know, I decided to also like, okay, why, why is this such a big thing? Right. Cause I didn't really fully understand it. Cause like I said, I had seen it in the past and I'm here like, okay, well you just stop, you know, but it's obviously not that simple if, so many people in the world are struggling with it, right? So, um, you know, other guys were saying how, like, oh, well, I just feel like I'm such a, like, a perfectionist and I'm such a controlling person, like a control freak, that when I'm feeling the the moment of having to, like, when I'm starting to lose control, I'll go to pornography because that's the one thing that makes me feel safe and secure and all of this. So, you know, obviously besides what we had mentioned also try to see if there's something that you're trying to that you maybe you're struggling with where porn just happens to be your solution or your quick fix right but i also think that an ultimatum is important in a relationship you know i'm not saying well actually you know i am saying you you at some point you do need to leave a relationship if that doesn't end because because you know it it becomes unhealthy and you shouldn't you you're you deserve better than that yeah you know but after you approach them, let's say they say, yes, you know, I, I do have this addiction and I do want to stop. I just don't know how help them. Right. But see it through, right. Make sure that that person is looking for help or that person is figuring out a way to end this addiction. Yeah. Don't just stick around and see, you know, Oh, hopefully at the end. No, you don't have to do that. You, you yeah. really don't have to do that. Yeah. It's a, I, I would say it's even a, like a case by case situation, mm-hmm. like for, for someone who's not married, most of the time, they watch porn because they can't have sex. Yeah. And that's a lot of the issues with Christian men. Yeah. And, right. and women as well. I don't want to yeah. exclude them either, you yeah. know, because we have to hold ourselves. But we still got puberty. Yeah. Mm. You know, we still got hormones. We still yeah. go through this and we still find a way to relieve ourselves. And at the end of the day, it's like once we realize that you can technically have sex mentally without the partner, it's like, how do you stop? Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would. My prayer to God sometimes, which would be kind of like a ridiculous prayer, would be like, God, why can't you just turn off my hormones until I get married? And when <laughs> I get married, then you can turn them on. Like, yeah, you know, it'd be so much easier I that mean, way. You, you heard my prayer. I I would yell out to God and like, why can't you just make me stop? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, but that doesn't work that way. Yeah. Free will. Yeah, free will. Exactly. Yeah. And you, right. you make your choices. It's like you know the people who who are like God. You know, I want to be a preacher. Or I want to be an evangelist or I want to be like a pastor. I want to be a singer like that all comes with a lot of 
baggage. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but, you know, uh, these pastors that are there, they had to go through trials to prepare themselves to be in that type of position. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like those those moments are there because it's God's, you know, I, I remember um, I learned about God's perfect will and God's permissible will. Mm-hmm. You know, his permissible will is um, him allowing things to happen because we chose it, because mm-hmm. we have that yeah. free will. You know what I mean? So definitely, you know, God... God will come through for you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I truly believe it. You know, and, and you know, obviously this is coming towards the end of our podcast here. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you know, I said it earlier. If you guys can't find a way to maybe, maybe a therapist might be too expensive. I do want to give that open opportunity to allow you guys to DM either one of us. Uh, yeah. If it's a male, you know, go ahead, DM me. If it's a female, my wife will take charge of that. Um, but I do believe reaching out is the best way because as soon as you remove that shame, we can start working on that addiction, but you have to realize that you have the addiction. You have to realize that this is a problem. Yeah. You know, it's not okay to continue watching porn. It's not okay because when you start, when you, especially for guys and girls that are looking for a relationship, don't expect for a relationship to solve your problems. If anything, you should fix your problems before you put your problems on someone else because it's not fair to someone else. You know, and at the end of the day also like, you know, to someone who is currently addicted to porn, there is no amount of porn or anything that you will watch that will ever satisfy Mm. you. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so how long do you want to go with, with this this dependence, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's temptation is always going to be there. Even when you defeat it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. You're always going to be tempted. So find strength in the Lord. Yeah. And we're just, you know, as a church, we're here together. Iron sharpens iron. We're not meant to do this walk alone. And, you know, take it from people who have, like, gone through things. Um, I'm telling you, though, shedding light this so much. I feel like, you know, we started out this podcast on trying to help out others, but little do you know, it's actually helped us out so much. It's strengthened us so much. Yeah, Because let me tell you now... You know, everything that we've always kept hidden because we were so ashamed. Um, and now it being brought up to light, it's like, I'm I'm free. Like, mm, there is yeah. nothing holding me down. There is nothing that I may be too afraid that someone might find out about something. Like, no, I am, you know, God has made me free. And there's just no better feeling than knowing that, you know, you are you are in God's will. You know, and God has covered everything you've done. And I'm telling you, just start off with finding that person, you know. So, guys, yeah, (laughs) I know that this is a long one. um, And that's why we're putting it. That's why we had to part two. Yeah, we had to. (laughs) Uh, But honestly, you know, I think this was necessary. Thank you guys for coming on to here. Absolutely. You know, to being able to having us to, to, (laughs) to sharing your testimony as well. This is not an easy thing to do because sometimes we think about it, even ourselves. We're free from it, right? But sometimes we think about it. It's in the back of our head where it's like, well, who's going to judge us? Someone's going to judge me, you know, Mm -hmm. but I don't care at the end of the day because I know that I'm helping somebody. And I hope that we helped you. I hope that we did something here that made something click in your head that I need to find help, right? Yeah. So again, yeah. you know, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys truly. so much. Thank you, and thank you, thank you for uh, allowing us to be here because you know, 
um, there was there was like almost a year ago where we were talking about. Um, he was telling me like, oh, God is not opening doors for us. Like we feel like we're in a dry season, him and I both. And this was before we got married. Um, and now that we got married, we had that time to be together. Now it's like you guys asked asked us for the podcast. I'm getting asked to go to another podcast to, to speak on things like this. And, wow. and, you know, church is his album. So God is opening doors for us, and and Amen. I know God is opening the doors for you guys too. But just by doing this podcast, so yeah, I think it's our it's yeah. our time. It, like I was telling um, Xavier a while back before we started this podcast, like you know we were warming the seats for a long time. I think it's time for God's people to stand up, and it's yeah. time to give back what we've received all these Florida years. God. You know, like it, it's our time. Yeah, and you guys are very talented. Mm-hmm. You guys know what you're doing. You're, you're giving God excellence, and wow. excellence is what He deserves, and what He should always get from all of yes, us. You know, I so believe it. thank you, thank you. Um, congr- <laughs> I congratulate you both. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank and, you. Um, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. This is one of many, and yeah, you know, yeah, I can't wait to have you. And yo, the, the, just to hint it, you know, when that. Album releases, I'm not sure when, but oh, we got to have you back in here. We got, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you left everybody hanging with the testimony. I know. Oh, right? yeah, I got to hear that testimony, <laughs> man. Listen. Yeah, yeah, probably the next uh, the next time. Yeah, yeah next for time. sure. So, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, guys, you know, I, <laughs> I know that this was a long one, uh, but if you enjoyed this, if you got something from this, like I said, you know, reach out to somebody. Find help. It's important. You know, shed light on the situation. Uh, pornographic addiction is something very strong within the churches. And, you know, youth leaders, if 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 you feel it in your heart, you know, I, I hope that you can have a segment within your own churches and allow youth to be open, right? Yeah. You know, to be able to come to a safe place and, and say, hey, you know, I, I could use a little help here, mm-hmm. right? So... Thank you guys. Thank you guys for watching. Yes. Don't forget to subscribe, yes, to like, do all Hit the that things. Like we'll give them <laughs> subscribe share to 716. It. Make sure you but, share it. Yeah, but also make sure, you know, you, you swing guys by follow uh, them too. Manny's page here. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'll be there to guide you through Greece, which we'll be visiting oh, in July. Right. So that's yeah. right. wow, that's exciting. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. But thank you guys so, so much. Yeah. All right, guys. Take All care. right, bye. bye. <laughs> this was awesome, guys. Yeah. Ooh. It was, it was, it was. Yeah. Ooh. Put in work today. Yeah, seriously, guys, you know. Thank oh, you. I, I need to stand late. up. I know it's late. Oh, I, I had a good time. I, I love know. talking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if I could talk in my sleep with a group of people, I would. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was great. Yeah. You guys were a blessing. <laughs>